Most Cuban exiles who fled to the U.S. in the 1960s and 70s don't support normalizing relations with the island. But younger generations of Cubans and Cuban-Americans understand the relationship between the countries in a very different way. It can even become an emotional debate within families and couples. Reporter Maria Muriel of WLRN in Miami talked to one young couple and their families about their views. When you walk into Chris Alvarez's home, the first thing you see are three large frame documents. The Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. Chris is 31 and an Iraq War veteran. Joining the military, I raised my right hand and said, I will protect and defend the Constitution in the United States. Um, and I take that very seriously. At Chris's house, extended family comes together for dinner and to talk about the thaw between the U.S. and Cuba. Chris supports it. His girlfriend, Ariana Mendez, who's 22, does not. I think that um, the embargo should stay. That is something that needs to be there. It, more than symbolic, it, it serves a purpose. I kind of have a looser stance on it than most uh, Cuban refugees. Cuban refugees like Ariana's parents, Andrea and Ernesto Mendez, they arrived in the U.S. in 1980. Andrea's dad was part of the Batista government that Fidel Castro overthrew, so her family was targeted for persecution. The Cuban government let Andrea's mother leave for the States, but Andrea couldn't go with her. So when her mother got sick, she couldn't be there. Her mother ended up dying. Andrea says, your mom's dying and some guy says you can't leave the country just because you don't think like him. And then she can't keep talking. Chris's grandmother, Ana Maria, sides with Ariana's mother. She remembers her plane ride from Cuba to Miami. Cuando cruzamos el límite de el aire donde el gobierno cubano nos podía hacer retroceder, que el piloto dijo, estamos en aire internacional, bienvenidos a Estados Unidos de América. The pilot told them, we're in international airspace now. Welcome to the U.S. The memory still gives Ana Maria goosebumps today. These are the stories Ariana is used to hearing. So it's, you grew up with those stories and that becomes part of your identity. And that becomes part of what makes you tick. But Chris ticks differently. I don't think it's an all or nothing game. He doesn't want to rush to end the embargo. But he thinks it's time to start working with Cuba again. You know, if, if we're talking to them sideways, if we're lucky, sideways we can get in some, some uh, capitalist ideas or Western ideas. Do you ever, like, get really mad at each other when you talk about this stuff? One time. Um, the first initial conversation was a bit more heated, uh, but we tend to respect each other's opinions and our discourse is very civil. Part of what makes that civility possible is Chris and Ariana's freedom, but not just from the Castro regime. These younger Cubans are distanced enough from the island's history that they can have a broader view of the future. For Latino USA, I'm Maria Muriel in Miami.